This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We may be a comic duo, but we take mental health very serious. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is completely online. BetterHelp is a network with over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, answer a few questions, and BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com amp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash amp. Grab your coffees, grab your teas. If it's at night, grab your wine, grab your beer, grab your White Claw, high noon, whatever it is. Um, I'm recording at night, but I am, it's Sunday night, I'm drinking a hot peppermint tea. Uh, Not for any reason except for that I like them. I like peppermint at night and I like tea. So that's what I'm doing. So I was scrolling through my socials and I actually saw three or four friends mention that they were, they took a test online, different tests. Now this is all different stories. Um, And they said, and now I know what I have. I self-diagnosed myself. And I was very concerned about that, but I'll tell you why I got concerned about that. Not because I thought that they were wrong. Let's just get that clear. I, I don't I don't care what people do. You do what you need to do. We need to be our own advocates and we need to learn what we have so that we can explain it to whoever we need to explain it to, specialists, doctors, whatever we decide, holistic, you know, anything like that. So let's just get that out of the way. I'm not against anything that you do, but um, there was three or four friends that said they self-diagnosed themselves and um, this is how they were going to do it. And nothing that they said offered seeing maybe someone that was a specialist in it. And I got so concerned for them, but obviously, um, it's, it's not my life. So you, you do you, right? Um, but I, I just want to share something that I did. So 10 years ago ish, 10 years, I can't remember now. Um, I had, uh, Graves disease. So it's thyroid disease. It's hyperthyroidism with a few other things that come around. And I got tested and it showed that my thyroid was off the charts. Um, for at my age at that time, my antibodies should have been at 35. They were over a thousand. Um, my levels, like my TSH and all that, they were all just off the charts. And I was very sick. And so they started me on medicine, and I had the mentality that I was just way tougher than this disease and that I wasn't going to do anything about it. It wasn't until I was at a park with my kids and my mom and we were walking through and I just felt very tired and I have always been someone that works out and all that and I just, for the those two years that I was fighting whatever was going on with me, I really wasn't working out and I remember looking down at my legs and they had absolutely no muscle in them and I didn't realize it because it was just into, we were just into nice weather. So I had been wearing sweatpants and jeans and pants and this, I finally had some shorts on. I looked down, I was like, where are my calf muscles? You know? And then I, I kind of, you know, after we were done at the park, I got home and I was like, okay, so I've gained a little bit of weight. My stomach looks kind of swollen, but you know, just whatever, you know, after two years, you kind of just get used to something, you know, how you just do that. You kind of settle. And I looked at my calves and, you know, I was a runner and I worked out and I had no muscle and I was tired and, you know, I had the puffiness under the eyes and stuff. And I thought, well, it's probably time to 
maybe go see someone, you know, an endocrinologist and just see what they say. So I asked my mom to come with me and I actually still have this doctor. She's phenomenal. Um, I went to go see her. We did all the blood work in the office and she said, you are very sick. Uh, My kidneys were failing. My liver was failing. I had heart palpitations. Um, I had migraines every day. I was sleeping. So I had like chronic fatigue syndrome, sort of, but it was because of the thyroid. All my numbers were off. Like just anything you can think of. My vitamin D was low. My B was low. Everything was off. It was all in the red. Um, And she said, we need to fix this immediately. So you know, we, we did what we needed to do. And it took a couple years for me to get back. Like this was 10 ish years ago. My heart palpitations just stopped in 2020. Um, cause I've been seeing her every six months and we get blood work and we adjust and you know, all this fun stuff. I won't tell you everything, but, um, yeah, it was not good. And so for a couple years I was self-diagnosing because I just didn't think that anything was really wrong. Like I heard, okay, you have Graves' disease, you have hyperthyroidism, we'll just take this medicine and everything else that's coming could be what old age or you know how sometimes you just think that kind of stuff. So that being said, that's kind of my background for recording this because I am, I won't say I'm concerned, but it caused concern in my brain when I saw that my friends were self-diagnosing. Now I didn't reach out to them because it's none of my business. But I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out here in public. Um, so, but what I really want to do is talk about mm, maybe not quite dangers, but maybe some risks if you self-diagnose and leave it. Okay, so there's a lot. There's a lot, right? So there's a lot of stuff online. The internet provides a wealth of health information, and that I have to say, I WebMD. Google doctor, I go and check things out too. Like, why is this happening? And then I give it a couple days and it goes away. So I don't have to worry about that search anymore or what I thought it was. And let's, let's also remember that when you go to search something, Google or any of those other sites are going to give you maybe the worst and then bring it down. So, you know, immediately you might panic and be like, holy cow, this is horrible. Um, so anyway, so while it provides a wealth of health information, Attempting to diagnose oneself without proper medical expertise might lead to some potential issues. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just giving you my experience and what I think about it. So the the biggest thing is inaccuracy. Um, If you misinterpret symptoms leading to inaccurate self-diagnosis, it can present similar symptoms. You know, self-diagnosing is based solely on a symptom. So it could result in misidentification of an underlying issue. Um, Of course, if you're short of breath and you think, oh, well, maybe it's asthma, maybe it's your heart, or, you know, obviously, again, not a medical professional. I'm just saying, you know, this is why maybe seek someone. And, you know, let's just say this as well. If you go to your physician, your family doctor, and you say, here are all my symptoms. And they say, well, let's do a few tests and allow them to do it. And then you can decide what you want to do after that. I have, very unfortunate, I have friends that have cancer, a couple of them, and one decided to do something else and one decided to do this thing. And, you know, they'll tell you, what they think the best next steps are for whatever you have. And then you still are able to be your own advocate and do what you also think is the best along with working with your doctors. So we'll say that as well. 
So this, you know, if you self-diagnose and you leave things like I did for two years, it could delay the treatment, which it did. So I, I suffered for a long time and then I still had to suffer even after we were making me better because I waited too long. So incorrect self-diagnosis can lead to delays in seeking professional medical advice, which like I just said, happened. And some conditions require prompt intervention, right? So delaying the treatment can have an adverse consequence to your health, which it did for me, which is why we're talking about this. Um, I still have issues because I waited too long. The damage was done. And now we just have to work on making sure that everything works the way it's supposed to work. Um, the other thing is overlooking serious conditions. Now you can consider, um, in, you know, sometimes as an individual, we may not consider more serious or complex medical conditions when self-diagnosing. Certain health issues may have subtle or initially mild symptoms that can be overlooked without a professional assessment. So if you just think it's a little bit of a cough or like I said, like a shortness of breath, you may just, you know, your body, you know how you feel. So you're like, ah, oh, we'll just go a couple more days. That's gotta be because I had, you know, I was dusting the other day or, you know, a nosebleed. Oh, it's just dry in the house. It also brings on anxiety and stress. So when you self-diagnose, especially when based on information found online, it can contribute to unnecessary anxiety and stress, which is what I was just talking about. You look something up and all of a sudden it'll tell you the worst, the worst. Like I'll give you another example. So I started on some medicine a couple weeks ago to level off my mood and it caused tinnitus, which is ringing in the ears. And so I looked up, does this medicine cause tinnitus? And it says, actually, it's because you're going deaf and you have a brain tumor. And it tells tell me, it told me all these different things. And I thought, oh, you know what? We're just going to, we're just going to send a message to the doctor that gave me this medicine and see what she thinks. And then I saw her Friday and we switched a few things. So anxiety and stress. Um, so the information on the internet may not always be accurate and individuals may unnecessarily worry about conditions that we do not have, which is why we're here. Anxiety makes me poop. We have anxiety. So of course we're going to worry about everything. So if we look something up, it could make it worse. Right. Um, we, we may have mixed coexisting conditions. So professionals are trained to consider a comprehensive range of factors when diagnosing a condition. Um, Self-diagnosis may lead individuals to focus on one symptom, right? Or um, while potentially overlooking another condition. Well, for me, it was, I had like some back pain during those two years of just, you know, okay, this is what we're going to do. And really it was my kidneys telling me, help something's going on. We need to adjust medicine. We need to go see a specialist. We need to get you better. And I didn't listen. So listen to all of, um, everything that your body's telling you, listen to everything. So the last one is incomplete information. So medical professionals have access to comprehensive medical histories, diagnostic tests, a range of information that individuals may not possess. So a self-diagnosis may lack the depth and accuracy that comes from thorough medical evaluation. So like I said, however you want to do it, is it a family doctor? Is it a specialist? Is it a holistic professional? It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do is what you want to do. I would just say if you're self-diagnosing online and you do have some conditions that you're looking up and maybe they've maybe put it in your calendar, in your phone calendar, like today I had a headache. And then, you know, if it lasts for seven days or five days or whatever you think is best for you, then maybe go see someone. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that everyone has the answers. Okay. So don't take me wrong here. If you have concerns about your health, or experience symptoms, it's 
it's just strongly recommended to consult with a qualified healthcare professional, whoever that may be to you, um, if you believe in that. Um, but I also just want to say that if you don't, if you don't see, seek out professional, just make sure that you're trying to manage all the symptoms and all the conditions that you think are happening. You know, please take care of yourself and what you think is best. So I just wanted to say all that because my heart went out for those that I read that they were self-diagnosing and that they weren't going to see anyone. And I thought, maybe it's not that bad, but maybe it's something worse or maybe they're right on and that's okay too. So just listen, 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 listen to your body. I guess that's really the point of this. Just listen to your body. There's nothing wrong with looking something up. And there's also nothing wrong with seeking someone to help you. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.